0: Welcome to Geek Exploration, the podcast where you don't have to
1: be good to get a present from us. I'm Ben Robinson. And I'm John Williams. Jingle bells, Batman smells, we're talking Christmas. This is a friendly spoiler warning for all parents out there who are uh, who are letting their children listen to this show. Uh, we will be speaking about Christmas in ways you may not want your children to hear. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? There we go. Okay, good. Hey, Ben. How's your week, Ben? Oh, it's been
0: pretty good. It's been uh, raining a bunch. Uh, the leaves are falling off the trees. It feels like Christmas is
1: will be soon upon us. Yeah, it's getting chilly, especially up in the hills here where uh, where you're living. Yep,
0: yeah, and Thanksgiving has passed, so my wife has officially started decorating for Christmas. I have a standing rule that
1: that's not allowed to occur. Do you, or is, is it a strict like, until the day after Thanksgiving, no Christmas? Correct. Yeah, yeah, she tried to put out like the Christmas Village
0: stuff because she was unpacking the box. And so when I left for work the day before Thanksgiving, I tossed my sweater over the top of it so that I couldn't see it.
1: I didn't. Uh, I didn't know you had a rule like that, oh, and yeah. I have the exact same rule. Oh yeah, it's sensible. It's not like it can't be like Home Depot, where the week before Halloween
0: they start tossing out all the Halloween shit and pulling out Christmas crap. Dude, I think it's infuriating. Oh yeah, yeah. Like actually tossing <laughs> yeah. Halloween. Like literally, Halloween is going away. Like I went in to buy a skeleton like three days before Halloween, or like right before a Halloween party. So it was maybe like five days before Halloween. They'd already packed it all up and put everything on clearance, and they were out of skeletons. Oh, that's insane! Yeah, it's totally insane, and and they made they got rid of it all so that they could put Christmas stuff crap out. And uh, yeah, I didn't like that.
1: I think if my girlfriend had her way, she would listen to Christmas music year round. Um, I don't think she's such a nut job that she would you know be wearing Christmas sweaters and like baking gingerbread men and and doing all the Christmas stuff. But she just wouldn't mind it if somebody was. But I'm, <sighs> I, yeah. I've been very steadfast in my uh in my refusal to celebrate Christmas until after Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, I, I remember when I was younger getting mad when stores would put like Christmas stuff out before
1: Thanksgiving. Yeah.
0: And cuz it was rare then, but now it's moved all the way back to like before freaking Halloween. Oh
1: yeah, it's it's out like it it's like end of summer, it's Christmas time. God damn. Like I think that's how it was at uh Hobby Lobby. There was Christmas stuff in early September.
0: That's insane.
1: Yeah. I guess if people buy it, they'll put it out. Yeah. And I mean, at this point, you know, uh, Thanksgiving is such a such an eating holiday, you know, where, where I don't care so much about decorations and whatnot that I don't mind if Christmas is up or around Thanksgiving time. you know, As long as it's not before Halloween, I don't want anybody treading on Halloween because I love that holiday so much. And I, with Christmas, like I really don't get super into the spirit until like a few days before Christmas. And then I'm all in. Yeah. Like, I, like Christmas music. I don't, I don't even
0: want, like, I want like the week before Christmas is when I want to start hearing Christmas music. Yeah, exactly. I don't need a whole month of freaking Christmas music
1: because most of it I don't really like. Yeah. A guilty pleasure of mine back, when I worked at a, at a restaurant every Christmas time the you know, we'd get the same, uh, Christmas tracks that came on and As soon as I heard that, uh, the George Michael last Christmas, I was, I was there, I was in, I was like, all right, here we go. Yeah. That's a
0: pretty good one. I like the, uh, the one with, um, I don't know if it's, is it the Beatles or is it just John Lennon? What? Uh, happy Christmas war is over or no, the, uh, um, I can't remember what it's called or it's got like the hallelujahs in the
1: background and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's what that song's called. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, with the with the children's choir singing. Yeah, yeah, that one's pretty good. I've heard some people talk a lot of shit about that song. Really? Yeah, I I dig it. Yeah, it's not a bad song. It's solid.
0: Yeah, um, I think my top Christmas song ever, though, is uh, I don't know if it's just called "Merry Christmas" by Nat King Cole. Hmm, I'm not sure I know the it. the chestnuts roasting on an open oh, fire, yeah. Nat King Cole version.
1: Yeah, yeah, like the famous one.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. I love that song. It's just it's I, I like Nat King Cole's voice too. You know
1: what? I'm I. Oh, sorry. No, you have more to say.
0: I was just gonna say, yeah, he's just got a lot of uh, emotion behind his voice, and it you just know. it feels like good Christmas with the the fire going and all that kind of song.
1: Yeah, it's very very pleasant and warm. Yeah, yeah, it's classy. I feel like an asshole because you know, top five favorite Christmas songs would have been a great ranking list. My ranking list sucks comparatively. So I guess I guess we'll just have the discussion right now. <laughs> i mean i i really dig the beach boys uh christmas song and um probably probably my favorite christmas song is the uh the duet of bing crosby and david bowie the the peace on earth little drummer boy
0: yeah that's a good one
1: i remember the first time i heard that at barnes and noble when i used to go there and draw with my buddy chris there on almost on a daily basis i heard that and it just it stood out to me i was like holy shit like this is david bowie and is is that bing crosby what the fuck is this it was a it was good. Bing Crosby's got a bunch of good Christmas music. Yeah, yeah. I like the old standard style
0: Christmas. You know the Christmas jazz
1: standards. Yes. I, yeah. That,
0: that's that feels like Christmas to me. I'm not a big fan of uh, Mariah Carey. What what's that song called?
1: Yeah. Uh, all I want for Christmas is you. Yeah, all I want for Christmas is you.
0: Yeah, Mariah. I'm not a big fan of Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You" because it just comes out and takes over the world.
1: Yeah. And uh oh, just don't like it that much. See, Angelina hates that song too. I believe. Even Good. you know being a big Christmas fan, for some reason I don't like Mariah Carey, but I like that song. <laughs> I enjoy it. But yeah, you know, like the 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 Bing Crosby, uh, White Christmas, like that. That's definitely top five for me as well.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: What well, one that I play at my house a lot? Not
0: only because it's a great song, but also because my daughter hates it. <laughs> is
1: uh, the Night Santa Went Crazy by Weird Al? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was never a big fan of that song, so I I don't I don't know it too well. It's pretty good. I mean, it's got Santa
0: murdering all the elves and blowing up reindeers, and that's right. killing people, and talking about how the you can't walk around the North Pole without stepping in reindeer guts. And uh, that's the reason my daughter strongly dislikes it. But uh, <laughs> I think her reaction is just hilarious, and so does my son. He uh, he loves that song mostly because it's full of gratuitous violence and because it annoys his sister. It's like a double whammy for him.
1: Yeah. I was having to explain to the little one earlier how, um, how siblings, even though they love each other, you know, sometimes don't get along very well. Yeah. You know, she was talking about how, how they're always, how they're, uh, she didn't say they were fighting, but how they pick on each other. Oh yeah. Cause she doesn't have any siblings. No, she doesn't. Well, I'll start picking on her. So she gets the, the feeling. Hey, I do it plenty. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so Christmas. So this is Christmas. No, I'm not. I'm not going to put that. <laughs> so uh, you like Christmas? I I do like Christmas. Like I was saying, you know, a few days before I am a huge Christmas fan.
0: Yeah. I've, I've always been a big, I've always been a big fan of Christmas. I don't, uh, I'm not big on the gift getting, giving thing, Yeah, but it is just a generally like everything's like I like the season, uh, you know, it's right after fall, you know, um, a, c- a couple of years ago, we went up to Tahoe for Christmas and it was really cool. It was
1: a solid, it was snowing hard. It was a solid white Christmas. Oh, see, I would love really to have cool. something like that. Angelina and I are talking about trying to find a place up in Tahoe on Airbnb to, to spend Christmas possibly the
0: thing is sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't like i think it was like three years before that we went up to tahoe for christmas and it was completely snowless <laughs> like i mean we look like green we...
1: foresty christmas
0: yeah yeah there was like small amounts of dirty ice in patches and that was it
1: <laughs> i hope you still made a ball and
0: threw it at one of your kids oh, we ha- we did have an ice ball fight it was uh short-lived and painful yeah yeah we had a not in the face rule
1: yeah christmas christmas is probably second favorite holiday i think halloween's got to take number one and then fourth of july is probably a third for me but i think though i think that's the holy trinity
0: yeah actually for me i think christmas is also my second favorite i think thanksgiving i I was thinking about it over thanksgiving i think thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because it's just such a good chill you go hang out with your family eat a ton of food just and relax all day like you don't have to do much of anything other than eat food and hang out with people that you like, unless you're being drugged around from like house to house, in which case that's a great way to ruin Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, yeah. We weren't, we weren't too super relaxed. We, we did uh, Thanksgiving with my folks who are in town and uh, my sisters and their families um, in the earlier part of the day. And then we hung out with Angelina's family at night.
0: Yeah. The split family thing's tough. That's why it's nice having a mother-in-law that lives in another state.
1: Yeah. So
0: that I can, you know, it's either one or the other, like we'll go, you know, next year we'll probably go up and do Thanksgiving with her, but it's a choice where you go somewhere, you stay there, you don't move around, you don't make any other plans for the day other than going to one place, hanging out with people that you like, hopefully, you don't want to spend Thanksgiving with a bunch of people you don't like. Yeah. Um, Over the years we've made it, it's pretty much just my immediate family. And or Annie's immediate family. Like we don't do the whole super extended family Thanksgiving thing anymore, which is fun. It can be fun, but uh, it's just uh, there's it's so much more. Like you don't get the the intimacy of it. Whereas Christmas, we always do a big Christmas party.
1: Yeah, both of which I would manage to worm my way into. For, <laughs> for yeah, <laughs> are you are you coming this year? Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's Christmas Eve, and we're going to try to be out of town, so I probably won't make it. If oh. if we're in town, I'll make it happen. Absolutely. Yeah, we're having it here this year. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Annie sent out some invites. I was like, oh crap, you know, Ella's not going to be in town. Maybe, maybe I could put the suit on again if you didn't want to. But um, oh, for listeners out there, for years, I played Santa Claus at Ben's family Christmas gathering every year. It was a, it was a good time, and I've watched those kids, you know that that believed that I was Santa grow up into kids that were in on it and now some of them are legally adults it's weird i think almost all of them that you did that for are legally adults now that's so bizarre we're isn't fucking that, old isn't that crazy i think schneid in like the air force stationed overseas now holy shit yeah i remember i remember the first year that i actually i think it was the same year that she and uh and jonathan no i think she had one year on him but when when she was just like Hey, Santa, you know, like when I wasn't in the suit, just, did that that sound, uh, did that sound? It did sound sexy. that wasn't, that wasn't cool. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Hold on. Let me do it. Let me do an alt take. You know, I remember the first year when she was just like, Hey, Santa, you know, seeing me out of the suit and, uh, wait, is it the out of the suit thing that sounds creepy or no, it was definitely that. It was definitely the, the Hey, Santa. (laughs) Okay. One more time. I remember the first year when she was you know, in on the joke when she was just like, Hey, Santa, knowing it was, it was me. Uh, Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I know. And they're, uh, I mean, there's a whole new crop of kids now. Yeah. So, but it was, it was always a good deal for you to be in the suit as it were, because, uh, the kids would look around and they would still see all of their parents and family that they knew. And, uh, it probably took them a little longer to put it together. Whereas like if I dress up and my walk in and my kids come over to me, they're going to know it's me. Yeah. I mean, they'd know it was you at this point too, but it's because they know you really well. Yeah, for all the other kids, they they didn't know you that well. No, not at all. It's probably the only time they ever saw you.
1: Is a Christmas party. Is Odin in on it?
0: Where's no. he at with that? Uh, I mean, he, he's he's old enough now that he'll he'll figure out that the guy in the suit
1: probably isn't an actual Santa Claus. Yeah, but he he may still think like, oh, he's he, one he, of Santa's helpers. He yeah, he totally still believes in Santa though. Wild.
0: Haley knows Santa's not real, but I think chooses to believe in him anyway.
1: Yeah. So Christmas, uh, it's a holiday created by uh, Coca-Cola in the 1950s, um, where this (laughs) jolly fat man with uh, (laughs) delusions of grandeur, Santa Claus, fosters paranoia in your children, invades your home, and leaves presents for them, effectively blackmailing them into being good, like some Christian allegory. Um, I've personally never cared for this holiday. It's it's horrible. Yeah. Corporate greed. L- lie to your children yes it really Holiday. did that that was something as a child that that i called my parents on when they were talking about not lying i'm like well what about santa claus oh did you really
0: yeah <laughs> it would jeopardize your your present situation i would imagine
1: yeah Jeez. no so the the story of christmas can you tell me the story of christmas ben i'm curious which one the, the one with Jeebus? yeah that guy
0: well i believe he was born and uh, the stars told some dudes on camels that he was born, and they brought him some really shitty presents. Like what? I think like frankincense. Yeah, that was one of them. And myrrh. Yes. What was the third one? Gold? Yes, that's not a shitty present. Yeah, yeah, the gold's okay. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the frankincense and the myrrh, I could do without. But, you know, frankincense and myrrh are like incenses or something, right? I think one of them is. is like, a, like a, something you'd burn to make things smell better.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it would be a combination of many different incenses. Or a spice or something. You know, like sewn together. Yep. Yes. <laughs> a frankincense. Brought, struck by lightning. Yes. Um, but
0: I mean, he was born in a barn, so I imagine it smelled kind of shitty in there. Probably. So maybe that was a practical gift.
1: Yeah. All right. You know, I I, I hadn't even planned on asking for you to give the, the story of the nativity, because that's... You know, it's something that, that growing up in a religious household, it was, it was always brought up did around you, the holidays. Did you guys do Christmas church? Um, like, Did you go to church on Christmas or Christmas Eve? If, if church fell on, like, like if, if Christmas Eve or Christmas Day was on Sunday, then yes. But um, for those who don't know, I grew up LDS, mm-hmm. the Mormon church. It's not like Catholicism that has, that has mass, like a special church on the day of. So whatever Sunday fell before Christmas or on Christmas was the Sunday that you celebrate Christmas at church. I guess that makes sense because you guys worshipped Indian Jesus. <laughs> no, it, 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 it wasn't Indian Jesus. As far as I know, it was <laughs> Jesus who came and hung out with the Indians.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but he came back. Yes. And uh, with the Indians. So he probably came back as an Indian Jesus, right? I, I don't know. I mean, who gave birth to a white guy in
1: America at that point in time? Who gave birth to a white guy without a father in Jerusalem back in the year zero? <laughs> On that note, probably nobody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, if Jesus was a real guy. I very seriously doubt he was a white guy. No, I don't think that seems really unlikely.
1: Yeah. Christian, white, friendly, light brown haired Jesus.
0: Yeah. Yeah, not not likely. At least they gave him brown hair, and not like blonde hair.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. The big star, the three wise men, Mary and Joseph. I mean, that Joseph must have been a hell of a guy to to stick with Mary through that. Yeah, a man of great faith. <laughs> yeah. Because
0: uh, I'd be a little suspicious, got to tell you.
1: <laughs> um. So the other the other main man of Christmas is uh Santa Claus he's sort of the focus of Christmas in the modern age, you know, to the non religious crowd. So what he does is all year long, his elves make toys up in the North pole and December 24th, he flies around the world and stuffs himself down chimneys and gives presents to the good kids. And, um, if you're bad, you get coal and he keeps track of this all on a big ass list that he checks more than once. Yeah, And it's weird, like, these days, like, I always thought of coal, like, like, he's doing that just because it's a shitty present. Yeah.
0: Fuck you, you get coal. Yeah. But, like, you know, a hundred years ago, that was just a practical gift. That was like Santa Claus giving you underwear. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, because you could burn it. You could burn it, yeah. Coal Coal had a lot of uses. Like, I, if someone gave me a lump of coal, I would have nothing to do, I wouldn't know what to do with coal. Oh, okay. But, I mean, you think a hundred years ago, that's how you heated your house. It's so, like you just pull it out of the coal bin and throw it in there and... There you go. There's your present. You just toss it in the fire.
1: Oh, so it's like, if you're bad, you get you get necessities. If you're good, you get cool shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, you'll get a toy if you're good.
0: Otherwise, you get underwear. Yeah, and Santa Claus came from St. Nicholas, a German, I believe he was, or no, he was, uh, I think, Turkish, somewhere around there. Like, it was in the uh, the Holy Roman Empire. Yeah, 4th century. In what is probably now Turkey, somewhere around in that area. But uh, he was known for being super generous and, like, giving people things. One of his miracles, that I, my favorite miracle of his, of his, There was a butcher who it was, there was like a famine going on. And so he kidnapped three kids and cut them up into pieces and put them in a salt barrel so he could sell them as salt pork. Damn. Yeah. And St. Nicholas like came by and saw him and was like, Oh fuck, this ain't cool. And brought them back to life. The fuck? Yeah. Now that's a miracle man yeah that's that's a solid mirror that brings some dismembered salt barrel children back to life
1: Jeez, this holiday is riddled with uh (laughs) with shit that seems a a bit unreal oh yeah well and the the i guess he became
0: like he's the patron saint for like all kinds of things one of the things he's the patron saint for is brewers oh shit but not because he had anything to do with brewers i guess like the story of the kids in the barrel was so pervasive like it, like it was told all the time. It was like a big story. It was like, man, that's fucking rad. He brought these chopped up kids back to life that, um, in churches and stuff, he would frequently be seen like they, like in the, um, stained glass or in frescoes and stuff, they would paint him with next to it with a barrel on one side and some children on the other side.
1: <laughs> and so, he'd, he, you know, after a while, people just assumed he was the patron saint of children and beer awesome is that is that where the whole like uh the whole celebration of saint nicholas you know being like wine and and food and or you know like food and drink and being merry came from
0: uh you know i wouldn't surprise me yeah
1: because well i know like they used to they used to leave it wasn't stockings
0: it was shoes like they would leave their shoes out on the porch Mm -hmm. in germany and they and little gifts and candies and stuff would get left in the shoes
1: oh that's cool and uh I read something that uh, that even said he would give he would gift dowries to prostitutes so they wouldn't have to sell their flesh.
0: Yeah, like the actual dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the Saint, the actual Saint Nicholas. Yes. Yeah. He, yeah, he was like super. He was a very giving guy. So was like he, you know, he morphed well into Santa Claus.
1: Yeah. So do you uh, have any particular earliest or bestest memories of Christmas? Um, it, kind of. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess uh, this is going to be a recurring topic if if, if I'm asking you to. Uh, it well, it's just it's closer to earliest and worstest. Oh geez, oh yeah, I guess it doesn't have to be bestest. <laughs> I mean, I'm was, just
0: surprised you remember it. No, this I remember distinctly. Um, uh, back to that spoiler notice. The I remember. I, I think my earliest Christmas memory is the year that I found out that there was no Santa.
1: Oh, how old were you? Like twenty-seven.
0: 24 no um i was let's see i was in second grade so whatever age one is in second
1: grade yeah normally i I think second graders would be like eight but we were a little young seven yeah
0: but uh no the the way i found out was i went and snuck into my parents closet where they kept all the presents (laughs)
1: like
0: a sneaky little boy and i saw that i was getting a red rider bb gun and i was so excited um Snuck back out of there. And then lo and behold, who gave me a Red Rider BB gun on Christmas? Santa. Good old Saint Nick. Yeah. So yeah. It, like, I remember like seeing that it was from Santa and being all excited and like opening it up and then like realizing it was the Red Rider and it dawning on me like, wait a minute. I saw this in my parents' closet. <laughs> this didn't come from Santa. Why was it in there? Oh, wait. Whoa, oh, no. No. <laughs> Just like slowly dawning on me. That my parents were, in fact, Santa Claus.
1: Oh, that's so terrible. I, I can only imagine finding out that way and having to figure it out yourself. Like, like I, I was the youngest of four children. So one of my sisters ruined it for me. I don't remember the exact age, but I remember where we were. We were in my parents' minivan and uh, uh-huh. we were driving on that little street behind Raley's in Folsom. And, uh, and I, it was nighttime and I remember one of them revealing it and just, be, and just being like, wait, what? And, uh, yeah.
0: Oh, they were just like, was it the, did they do it like vindictively or were they just like mentioning it in passing?
1: Yeah. They were just speaking like casually like, about it. Oh, you it. know, Santa,
0: that guy that's not real. And you're like, wait a minute. What?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was that sort of thing. Oh yeah. How old were you? I do not remember, but I was probably at a similar age. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the danger age, but also like, like same as you, like going searching, when I was a little kid, there wasn't a single year where I did not find all my presents. I was I was such a little shit about it. I <laughs> went searching for it early on. I did not need the surprise. I never looked for my presents again after that. Oh,
0: <laughs> it ruined you. Yep. What and you know it was it was a dangerous affair because my parents had a standing role, which I enforce with my children as well that if you see your Christmas present before Christmas you don't
1: get it. See, I thought it was gonna I thought it was gonna go there when you were talking about that about having seeked out your presents and it being the worst Christmas ever. Oh. Like, oh, I didn't get it. Nope. That's well. It was a good Christmas still. It was just uh, you know, yeah, a, a revealing Christmas. Yeah.
0: Because I think also that Christmas was uh, we got dogs. Too, oh which shit! Pretty cool. Yet. Buster
1: and Babe. Yeah. Oh. Yep, they just, my dad had them in the backyard and just opened the door and they came running out. It was really cool. Yeah, you know, one of one of my earliest best memories, because a lot of it is wishy-washy, but the big one that stands out is in uh, 1989. It was the first of many Christmases where I just got a bunch of figures from whatever action figure line was big right then. So that year was, of course, the uh, 1989 Batman movie figure tie-in by, uh, by Toy Biz. Michael Keaton action figures. Yes. Yeah. That one that had the like retractable belt. And uh, I had Joker. I had Bob the Goon. I got the Batmobile and the Batwing. Um, in fact, I've been wanting to find myself a Batwing because I, I have very fond memories of that vehicle before Art broke it. What a jerk. Yeah. Um, I didn't get the Batcave. That that was the one big thing I didn't get. I I I never got many playsets. You know, I didn't have the Hall of Justice, I didn't have a Castle Gray skull when I was a kid. I just got one from Angelina for my birthday. They were expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I never got I I didn't have, I don't think I had many of them either. Yeah. Did you have like the the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier? Shit, no. Oh uh, yeah. I only knew one person who and had G- that.
0: Yeah, what was it, the USS Oh, what was it called?
1: I don't remember anymore. Kyle's probably yelling at his, uh, yeah, sure at his at his radio yeah. right now. Radio, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no, I, I I had a
0: few vehicles here and there, but uh, never had anything any of the really big stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that I mean, like I said, that was the first of of many of those. Like that—that's what Christmas became to me for the most part uh, when I was a little kid. You know, just getting. I remember when there was that, like, Legends of Batman action figure line. I just got, like, the entire first wave of them. I remember getting a bunch of Superman figures one year when they when they actually did a full Superman figure line. Christmas was action figure time, starting with 1989. Yeah, I think my favorite Christmas gift I got, my parents liked to
0: do, like, they'd get us, like, you know, a, a big gift. But sometimes they wouldn't actually, they either, the gift wouldn't be under the tree or it wouldn't... They wouldn't have gotten it yet. Mm -hmm. Like I remember um, one of my favorites was I got an NES one year and I got to pick out two games for it. Oh, cool. Um, But they hadn't bought it yet. And so, you know, it was something I had to go, you know, I had to go, we had to go buy it and I had to pick out which games I wanted. Um, I think I got Dracula's Curse and I don't remember what the other one was. I mean, it came with Super Mario and Duck Hunt. Yeah. But uh, basically I got a Rock that said like, this is good for one Nintendo entertainment system. I <laughs> want a bunch of assholes. But they wouldn't just give me that. Like I'd get a like there'd be like a card in the tree and I'd open that up and it'd be like, go look in the closet. And I'd go look in the closet and find something else and be like, go look where this thing, you know, they'd send me on like a riddle filled scavenger hunt.
1: But it ends with a
0: rock. And it ends with a rock that has something cool, you know, and I, you know, it wasn't disappointing because like I knew that was possible. Yeah. And you'd get a rock and you'd be like, oh, a rock, huh? Oh, cool. I get something rad now. You'd still be excited, but you couldn't like plug it in and play right away. Yeah, it, but in my yeah in my house the uh the scavenger hunt for a rock that where you get something big was uh was definitely a reoccurring theme that's cool yeah it was fun I always looked forward to it it's was, it was a fun holiday tradition that uh, we haven't done in a long time maybe maybe my this year i got my dad in the exchange we just do exchanges now rather than buying presents for everybody the adults we just say you know you know me and you know me and my wife and my sister and her husband and my parents yeah we just draw names and everybody gets one person a present
1: yeah yeah that's how it is with angelina's family it's convenient yeah it's way easier that way so maybe i'll uh Hide my dad's present somewhere. Totally, and write it on a rock.
0: Yeah, ma- yeah, yeah. <laughs> make him go on a scavenger hunt. Maybe I'll just give him a rock. Write him back. <laughs> this rock is good
1: for one rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just have just have a better rock waiting for him.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: did Did you guys have any other
0: like holiday traditions in your in your family? Um, like anything unusual or interesting?
1: Not not unusual or interesting. No, pretty pretty boring standard Christmas, but. At the same time, I mean, I guess I shouldn't call it boring, because it was still great. Um, that, that's actually not a bad segue into uh, my, my one word review of the holiday. My one word for Christmas is magical. You know, th- this word was bound to pop up for, for something. And it may be kind of a cop out because of course Christmas is magical, but there, there's just something about Christmas morning, you know, that, that, and this is why I had to get rid of the word boring or, or take the word boring back. You know, like I said before, I don't get in the mood for, for Christmas. I don't get in the Christmas spirit until, until a few days before. Um, and then it hits hard. Um, but when I was a kid, like we used, to, we used to do the standards, you know, set up the cookies for Santa and the, the carrots for, for Rudolph. And me and my sisters would all camp out in the same room for the night and i always had so much trouble sleeping nowadays i've got trouble sleeping but it's just because of my overactive anxious brain um but when i was a kid i was so excited for christmas i couldn't fucking stand it Oh yeah, sleeping
0: on christmas eve is like a non-starter like you stay up you're jittery you do this and that eventually you do fall asleep yeah but then you wake up like before the crack of dawn exactly you're running out to the living room
1: yeah, well, see, and I I would wake up before everyone else, but my my family had a uh, had a standard get up at six a.m. thing, so I would have to sit there and wait for everyone. I'd be so pissed that everyone's asleep. Oh, uh, you're lucky. Oh yeah, what what was you your a, family?
0: Well, you know my mom. She is uh, she's not a morning person.
1: No, she's a night owl.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so um she would get up at like nine.
1: Oh, we weren't allowed to open presents till she got up. That's
0: so fucked up. Yeah, but they would allow it. Like we were allowed to open our stockings. Yeah, it's like we could get in, tear our stockings open, but then it was wait for mom to get up, and it was just like you know. I remember like just sitting there bouncing, like when you gonna get up, like purposely making loud noises and stuff. Yeah, yeah. To try wake
1: her up. You walk down the hallway and accidentally trip into her door. (laughs) Yeah,
0: wake the fuck up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean. You know, and just the, the, the feeling that we got once everybody was awake, my parents got up, we'd line up at the top of the stairs and then we'd run down or stumble down. I don't know, whatever we'd go downstairs down down the stairs. (laughs) Yeah. Looking, looking at the tree with all the presents under there. And then we'd, we'd go into our stockings first and then go in there and pass out presents. And there's just, you know, not much fills me with as much joy as that consistently, does. Last year was the first Christmas as kind of a, a father figure um, living with my girlfriend and her daughter. And to be on that other side and like seeing her face light up, you know, w- was just as special.
0: Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what it's all about now.
1: Yeah. Uh, what about you? What, what's, your, what's your one word for Christmas?
0: My one word for Christmas is family. It probably would have been like toys when I was a kid. Yeah. The gift giving and, and getting thing is is a little bit secondary for me now. The the thing I love most about Christmas is sitting down Christmas, you know, Christmas Eve. Like I said, I have a big family Christmas party with all my extended family. It's for a lot of those people. It's the only time out of the year that I see them. Yeah, me too. And so we, uh, we have a, you know, real big Christmas Eve party with all my cousins and aunts and uncles and, you know, second, whatever removed three times.
1: Yeah. You got a big, uh, mixed up family. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of extended family that comes through. Well, and at that party, it's
0: mostly my mom's side.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> But it's a lot of fun. We do a
0: um, like a white elephant, Chinese auction kind of thing where everyone brings a gift and then you trade stuff. And so people bring ridiculous things or things they want. You know, there's always a few bottles of liquor in there. There's a, you know, barking dog Christmas CDs. Fuck you. I knew
1: it was going to come up. I wasn't going to bring it up. I was like, I'm going to let this one go. John brought that one year, by the way. It was my very first year and it was described to me as bring something just random and weird and stupid. Well, it was memorable. There, it's were, there, true. Was, there was a
0: shoe rack that got passed around for like five or six years. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, my dad brought a dead mouse once and my grandmother opened it and screamed. What a dickhead. Why do you do that? I wasn't there that year. No, this was. Yeah, this was when I was a kid. The The absolute perfect person opened it, though. Yeah, you couldn't have picked a better person than my grandmother. That. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so we have a, a big party there, and then you know, and then it's Christmas Day, and you know, that's it's that's the local family unit, and uh, sitting around and watching the kids go nuts and open presents, and just kind of sitting around in your PJs, eating breakfast with your family, and watching the kids, you know, living it all through their eyes, kind of. Yeah, um, is is really what makes Christmas. Christmas for me now.
1: Yeah, yeah. It it really was super cool. Angelina and I got our got each other a couple th- in fact I think she only got me one super badass present, which was better than like the you know, the handful of things that I got. Like hers was so friggin' thoughtful that it was it was fantastic. Like it made me think about number of presents versus uh you know the thought behind one. But like with the little one, it's just it's volume. So it's like, okay, let's buy everything we can and just wrap everything individually. So she gets the joy of freaking out and unwrapping everything and just having this pile of shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. volume counts when you're a kid. Yeah. We always kind of worry about it. I don't think the kids really pay a lot of
0: attention to it. But like my wife is real thoughtful about making sure the kids have the same number of presents to open. Yeah. Like she doesn't want one kid to have more than the other. Um, I don't think the kids really care. Um, traditionally in my house, we we would like take turns where it's like my turn to open and then your turn to open. It. And now we just kind of oh, fuck that. Yeah. We, we kind of gave up on that because especially you get to a point where, you know, the adults have like four presents and the kids have like 13. Yeah. Um, like we try and, you know, in past years we've gotten our kids a bunch of presents and it's like, man, I'm only going to get them two things this year because they get things from like grandparents and aunts and uncles and they end up with way too much stuff. <laughs> My kids get like some really cool presents, and they never freaking touch them. Yeah, I was like, man, man, give them something to open, something they'll enjoy. Give them one really good present, something else, and uh, then everyone else they'll get other stuff from other family.
1: Yeah, Christmas, Christmas morning, family. It's probably about break time. huh? I was just gonna bring that up. Yeah, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's take a little break and put on some commercials. We'll be back, folks. <laughs> Here comes, you know who, yabba-dabba fruit, delicious stew, ho, 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 I'm, ho, ho, hungry. Santa, my pebbles, your pebbles, tis the season to be sharing, Fred. Happy holidays, pal, Oh, Fred. Fruity and Cocoa Pebbles cereals, part of this nutritious breakfast, ho, ho, ho. Hey, welcome back, Ben. Thank you, John. It's good to have you. I I like having me at my house too. (laughs) What if it turned out Santa Claus did exist and he did that shit? That'd be pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That'd be rad. Uh, It would make me really concerned
1: about how he made all that work. Like clearly magic would have to be real. Yeah. Or like Asgardian super science. Yeah. They've got, they've got teleportation and time stopping ability. I think I think Asgardian super science would make me
0: less uncomfortable than magic.
1: Yeah, yeah, cuz there there would be an explanation that even if you couldn't fully grasp it, at least there is some sense to it and somebody understands it and it works consistently. Yeah. Whereas with magic it's just like I don't know, fairy dust makes this explosion. Yeah, like if he, if it is magic, I hope he tells me it's Asgardian super science.
0: Because <laughs> that's what I'm going to tell myself.
1: Yeah. Well, my my pal Thor, don't worry. I, yeah, you got it figured out. Yeah, we we went we went to college for this. Well, what what's your uh, what's your favorite use in pop culture? What's your favorite bit of Christmas pop culture? Hmm. Who did Christmas really well? That was not personal to you. I mean, I think I think
0: my probably okay. My so my favorite use of. Christmas in pop culture is probably my favorite Christmas movie. Okay. Which I force my children to watch most years because I love it so much. Oh, don't say it. And uh, I think they enjoy it, (laughs) but they're going to keep watching it until they do enjoy it. Don't say it. I got to say it. A Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. I absolutely love... I mean, I'm a big Muppet fan. Yes. But uh, I, I love the Muppet Christmas Carol. It's just a solid... It, like, I like the Christmas Carol story in general. Uh-huh. You know, um, I like, I also like Scrooged.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask where you fall on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scrooged is great. Did you see that um that motion capture one with Jim Carrey? I think Zemeckis did it. Uh, I don't think so. It was pretty good. You should check it out. Is it was like computer animated, but with motion capture? Is that what you're saying? What do you mean motion yeah, capture? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like Polar Express, huh. No. but, I, but I, with I, a lot more outlandish elements.
0: Yeah. No, I have not seen that. But yeah, I like the Christmas Carol story in general. Yeah, I think it's a it's just a good story, and uh, I love the Muppets, and they do a great job telling it. It's got all the right elements. It's got it Gonzo's the narrator, with Rizzo, kind of following following the the tale around, cracking jokes. Who plays uh, Bob Cratchit? Is it Kermit? Bob Cratchit. Yeah, Bob Cratchit is Kermit. Yeah, and Scrooge is played by Michael Caine, and. Uh, It's uh, just—it's got all your all the Muppets that you'd expect to see. It's got good custom Muppetry for uh, the three ghosts of Christmas, and uh, it's just a solid telling of that story in a fun Muppety way.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can imagine fun would be the right word for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, like Scrooged is also a lot of fun. I like Scrooged a lot as well, but uh, yeah, Muppet Christmas Carol is definitely my top Christmas movie, and. As such, it is my favorite use of Christmas in pop culture. I yeah. like that more than Coca-Cola Santa ads.
1: <laughs> Those are
0: classic, though. I can't think of any good, like, Christmas TV shows or, like, Christmas books. I mean, I guess A Christmas Carol was in general a book, so maybe A Christmas Carol in general is my favorite use of it in pop culture. But um, like I can't think of anything that's really pop culture-y Christmas that I like m- more than a multitude of Christmas movies. So yeah, that's it. Yeah. What about you, John?
1: Oh me, uh, my favorite use is. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it could uh, it could change and fluctuate depending on what I'm watching um, or ingesting, but um, currently my favorite is a. It's a comic book called Klaus. I believe that's how it's pronounced because um, it's spelled K L A U S, like traditionally Klaus is uh, is spelled. Um, but the uh, the owner and proprietor of my local comic shop that I shop at, you know, I was, I was asking him if the latest issue of Klaus came in. He's like, what? We don't get that. What are you talking about? This is a couple of years ago when it first started coming out. And then I and then I I looked it up for him and he's like, oh, claws. I was like, no, dude, it's not claws. That's clearly Klaus. <laughs> so it's like a comic that comes out regularly. No, um, it was originally a six issue miniseries. Um, two years ago that led into Christmas. And then um, last Christmas season, there was two like oversized specials, you know, just one-off stories. And there's going to be at least another one this this year. Um, so it's a, uh, it's a comic book by, by Grant Morrison and uh, artist Dan Mora. Um, it's published by Boom. It's kind of a reimagining of the Tale of Santa Claus, but in more of a adventure comic style. He's a dude named Klaus who goes into this medieval walled-off city uh, called Grimsvig, I think, and um, he's just selling some pelts or whatever. And the town's being run by some asshole who's uh, working the men to death in the coal mines, and he's not letting everybody uh, have their their annual celebration. That's called, I think, it's Yule time. I believe it may be Yule tide, but I, I think it's Yule time. Um, so this is
0: like this is
1: in the middle ages or something. Correct.
0: It's not contemporary.
1: No, not at all. No. And, um, this asshole's like stealing all the people's toys and giving them to his kid. Who's a little shithead and just breaks them all anyway. So Klaus is in this town and he sees one of the, one of the, I don't know, Royal guard or whatever about to assault a child. And he steps in the middle of it and gets all fucked up and thrown out of the city, you know, to die in the wilderness. And Klaus gets visited by these, like, uh, what are they? They're like the spirits of the forest. And I thought goes, you were going to say elves. <laughs> they may as well be. Um, he he goes on some trip and like wakes up and he's created all these, all these uh, <clears throat> like magic toys, and um, he's all healed up. So from there, it, it sort of becomes like a like a I would describe it like a magic Zorro story. Like you know, oh cool. Yeah, there's a lot I don't want to spoil. Um, but it's so good and it it works in all the tropes, you know, like, like delivering presents, you know, to the good children. Um, it works in the sleigh. Uh, he's, he's got a wolf, so it's not, it's not exactly reindeer. Um, and the wolf is not named Rudolph, but it also like, like it, it presents Santa Claus as like a straight up superhero, like vanquishing evil at the same time. Awesome! Yeah, it's, yeah, it sounds fun. It's really, really fucking cool. And then in one of the specials um, from last year, it even has a has a take on essentially Coca Cola, but you know, it's like an evil soda company who's created their own Santa Claus to to try to brainwash people or some Ooh, shit. Do they fight. Oh yeah, they do. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's Santa versus evil Santa. It's Perfect. it's it's so so fucking good. Like sometimes Grant Morrison can go full grant morrison and just like write paragraphs in word balloons that don't make sense at all but no this is this is a straight up adventure story starring santa claus it's fantastic i'll let you borrow them i've I've got i've got both volumes of the of the trades
0: yeah no that sounds that sounds awesome shit yeah oh honorable mention that i thought of is uh doctor who's annual christmas special they have one every year
1: yeah except this year i heard uh, I think they're still doing one this year. Are they not doing one this year? No, I I, I heard uh, Jodie Whittaker isn't doing one this year. And, they, and the rumors I heard today were that next year, the Christmas special, they are going to do it, and it's going to be her exit.
0: Yeah, I thought, uh, yeah, yeah, because they're only doing a short season because I guess the showrunner doesn't like the BBC and what the BBC's doing. They didn't give any detail. I saw something about
1: that. Yeah. Showrunners taking off doing a Christmas special this year. I I heard that a while back and, and fans were losing their shit. I've never seen a single episode of, of doctor who since it came back and really no, Oh, they're good. All right. Well, I've got a, uh, I've got a ranking list. I I am certain you do. You wouldn't come with, you wouldn't come to this thing without a ranking list. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to disappoint you. You know, you've got your, you've got your hopes up. So, as I said earlier, I guess I should have done top five favorite Christmas songs. That would have been great. But instead, I have the top five Christmastime movies. So, movies that are either Christmas movies or take place during Christmas.
0: If they take place during Christmas, they're Christmas movies.
1: I don't know, man. You, you, I, I didn't want to present it like that because then I thought you just might disagree. Because we, we've, uh, we've had our disagreements with my lists before, so I was treading lightly.
0: I don't know the 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 reason you're making that stipulation. I'm pretty sure I know what it is, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm totally calling that a Christmas movie.
1: Huh? Interesting. I'll I'll be interested to hear uh, what you're saying. Oh, by the way, the the speaking of having theories, the movie that I was afraid you were going to say earlier, because here's a hot take, was uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation.
0: Oh, that's a good movie too. I I like that movie. Are you? Is your hot take that you dislike
1: that? movie? I think that movie fucking sucks. It is overrated. It's bullshit. Uh, Angelina's tradition was to, I guess with her family growing up, was to watch it every Thanksgiving just to kick off the Christmas season. She made me do it last year, and I was not happy about it, so I refused to do it this year. She didn't try to to get me to do it because I think she knew that I wouldn't.
0: Yeah, making John do something is a recipe for him actively and vociferously not liking it.
1: Yes. Yeah. So everybody knows about that, huh? (laughs) I mean, I know about it at least. Yeah. Yeah, Don't, don't tell me to do something. Don't give me orders. Um, Okay. So number five is the aforementioned Santa Claus Um, with Tim Allen. He comes out to see what the hell's going on in his roof and Santa Claus slips and falls and dies. And according to the Santa Claus with an E at the end, he now has to take over as Santa.
0: Really? That makes your list, huh? I mean, it was a pretty good movie.
1: You know, for, for some reason, I've, I've, I've got yeah. a good memory of being down in, in uh, Los Angeles with my family on vacation and going into a theater. It was the first time in my life that I'd ever seen a movie in a completely empty theater. And <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that movie for some reason. Um, it, it was fun. I, you know, I saw the second one, didn't really care for it, never saw the third one with uh, Martin Short. I think that was the third one, right? Where, where Martin Short was like Jack Frost.
0: Can't say I've seen it. I mean, yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar to me. Martin Short as Jack Frost somewhere in the universe. So I, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. All right. Listeners, write us at email at com and let us know if that's true or not. I'm not going to look it up. Um, next up, number four. This may be what you're thinking, but I don't know because I think it's pretty well recognized as a Christmas movie is Die Hard. Yeah. Die Hard's totally a Christmas movie. I mean, yeah. It happens at Christmas. Yeah. Bruce Willis, I think, claims... Christmas occasionally. He claims it's not a Christmas movie. What the fuck does he know? Yeah. And number three, the reason why... I mean, I guess technically if Die Hard is a Christmas movie, this one is too. But I wanted to throw this on the list. Because as it turns out, there aren't a whole lot of Christmas movies I do like. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. So um, number three is Batman Returns.
0: Oh, yeah. It totally did happen during Christmas.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of Christmas going on yeah. in that. There's gifts. There's uh, mistletoe. You know, mistletoe yeah. is, is deadly if you eat it, or can be deadly if you eat it, but a kiss can be even deadlier if you mean it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't have thought of that one, but yeah, definitely a Christmas movie.
1: Yeah. Um, and then number two, we have Elf.
0: Yeah, it's a good movie.
1: That movie is so fucking funny. I love that flick. That is... Great. Anybody who hasn't seen it, what are you doing? What are you waiting for?
0: Yeah, well, th- that's the weird thing about Will Ferrell's movie career is that I really enjoy most of his movies. I did not care for him for the most part on Saturday Night Live.
1: Yeah, yeah. He and Sherry be- O'Terry were okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're down to number one. Yeah, number one. Oh, shit. I already told you at dinner what it was. I kind of wish I wouldn't have told you and I could have made you guess. For anybody who disagrees, you're wrong. It's okay. If you do disagree, uh, go back and watch it again. See so you can so, realize why you're wrong. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> clearly you either haven't seen it or haven't seen it recently enough. It is, of course, the uh, 19 classic Home Alone. I think it's 1990, but I don't know for sure.
0: Somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Home Alone is so fucking good. Macaulay Culkin as little Kevin McAllister, who's a little shithead. I mean, even though, yeah, everyone's being a shithead to him, too, but, oh, shit, what does he say to his mom that night? He's just like, I, I,
0: uh, Uh, yeah, it's to the effect of, I hate you, and I wish I didn't have a family. Yeah. Like, I wish I didn't have a family.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, family sucks. Sucks. Yeah. 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 like, Yeah. He gets his wish, um, but, you know, from his, his antics of, you know, learning he's alone. To the whole aftershave, face slap, yell, to going grocery shopping, to uh, stopping the wet bandits. Yeah, the the spooky man next door. Oh, yeah. Or,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, he was next door. Yeah, the spooky old man next door that he ends up befriending. And it's a, yeah, it's a solid Christmas, like, it's got good Christmas, like, morals to it, too. Like, um, you know, it doesn't just take place during Christmas. Like, that's a 100% Christmas movie. Yeah. Like, it, it, it is at Christmas. There's a good, like, Christmas family story
1: to it. And it is hilarious. And it's got John Candy playing you know, as a clarinet yeah. playing a polka band member, leader. Um, oh, man, there is a fan theory that I wish I could remember off the top of my head. This is a recurring theme where I'm like, oh, shit, I wish I would have thought of this beforehand. Um, See, that's
0: why I just don't think of
1: things beforehand. <laughs> but uh, there's, like, a theory that... The old man is like Kevin from the future. What? Yeah. Fuck. I can't remember. I can't remember any of the details about it anymore, but yeah, go just, just look up old man from home alone is Kevin from the future theory or Google something with those keywords in there. It was, it was interesting. And so there was like a reason why he came back, you know, whether it was like he had to save his young life because the wet bandits were going to kill him or something and that, well, uh, if they killed him, how would he come back? Everybody's got their own ideas about time travel. I could be 100% wrong, come to think of it. Well, I hope it's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we just
0: watched that um, on Thanksgiving when we were hanging out. We watched that and Home Alone, too. Uh, not quite as good as the first, obviously, but they, they definitely doubled down on the, you know, Rube Goldberg style traps. Yeah. Uh, in the second one, because that was uh, like that part of the movie still made me laugh out loud. Like I've seen that movie dozens of times, and uh, I still still got a good guffaw out of you know uh, what's his name and and out of yeah what's his name and the other guy. I was trying to remember the actors' names, but uh,
1: Joe Pesci and I mean, Joe, Daniel Stearns. Yeah,
0: Joe Pesci. Yeah, but you know, Marvin Harry Harry. Yeah, Marvin Harry. But watching them get their asses handed to them by a like eight year old was. nine-year-old maybe was uh just thoroughly enjoyable
1: you know i don't remember a whole lot from that movie because i haven't seen it since uh, i haven't seen it in many 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 years um but like you know in the first one paint cans and like irons on the face like that's one thing but like one thing that i remember from home alone 2 is i think it's in the in like their first encounter maybe like kevin's on the roof of a building and he He's, just straight hucks a brick <laughs> it's in the head with like five bricks yeah like <laughs> holy shit these guys are so dead like they're 100 percent deceased no it,
0: it, well i mean there's a number of things that would have killed him in the first one too yeah it always stood out vividly to me when i was a kid and still did when i rewatched it when um marv is going up the stairs and, he's, and he's got them all covered in tar and like his shoes come off and then his socks come off and he's barefoot oh, like shit. making his way up. And then he's got the nails up there and just slowly playing. It has like the camera shot of him slowly planting <laughs> his foot on the nail. He screams and just stumbles back down. Oh.
1: It is so cringeworthy.
0: Oh, it is. Yeah, it, it's great. It's a fantastic movie, John. Top pick. Good job. But you know what you did make me realize that I was wrong. With what? When I told you my favorite Christmas movie ever. Oh shit! Yeah, I'd totally forgotten about one that, uh, yeah, is definitely that that I, I think I like more than the Muppet Christmas Carol. And it, it ri- reminded me of it when you mentioned John Candy, and that's Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah,
1: that was also on the list, but I, I I never watched that enough for it to become a favorite. Really, I, I, it's like almost a perfect movie. Yeah, it's just it, like it's got comedy, it's got
0: drama, it's got Steve Martin and John Candy in it, and it's just it's it's a wonderful, wonderful movie. I watched it maybe a year ago and I'd seen it when I was a kid and I always liked it, but then it like, it just, did it really, it's really good. <laughs> like it, like, it, it like touched me. <laughs> like, I was like, Whoa, fuck it. Like this is a awesome movie. Like the, you, you feel for John Candy's character. I can't remember his name right now. And he's, you know, cause he's, you know, the lovable oaf kind of guy. And when Steve Martin's really just reaming his ass.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when when you find out what a sad sack he is. Yeah. There is a, uh, going again to film theories, there is a theory that he killed his wife. You should go look that up. That's fun. Ooh. Yeah. That he's actually a serial killer. Oh, weird.
0: (laughs) It definitely puts the whole movie in a different light.
1: I love conspiracy theories and and fan theories so much. I love watching things uh, with different connotations.
0: Yeah, so you just made me think of that and realize that I love plane trains and automobiles. I should probably watch it again. Man, it's we good ass movie.
1: We've got all sorts of redactions in this uh, in this episode. We are wrong about a lot of things that we thought of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And I noticed uh, Christmas Story didn't make your list, huh? No, you know, it's one of those things like like Jack Kirby and the band Sublime. Like I get what they are to people. <laughs> just I just don't care for it really. I got burnt out on Christmas story
0: when I was a kid. Cause what is it was like TBS or something that TBS. does like 24 hours of Christmas story. And, and my wife's sister would watch it over and over again. So I just got burnt out on it, but, uh, I'd gone a few years without seeing it. And then I think last year watched it and, uh, I enjoyed it. Like it is a good movie. Yeah. Like I, I liked it, but, uh, I don't think it'd make my list either, but, uh, it, it is overrated. As far as Christmas movie goes, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, without a doubt, has very funny parts. And I get it. But yeah, I just, um, and my family wasn't a big Christmas story family. So I just, I wasn't exposed to it at an at an early enough age to get that uh, that love for it that everyone has, where it's just like deep in your soul. Like the the scene of like the kid sticking his tongue to the pole, yeah. like, like that's something from very early on that I remember, you know, it's very much a part of me. And the, the little brother being stuffed into the suit, like, wait up, Ralphie, come on, guys. And then when he when he melts down and, and kicks the shit out of the bully, the, those scenes I still enjoy. But I I never, ever just think like, I have to watch this movie right now. You never wanted to buy a leg lamp? No. <laughs> and and working at a restaurant for ten years that had a leg lamp in uh, in the lounge Did area. They really? Yeah. So everybody going, Oh, the leg lamp for Gile. <laughs> oh, it's French. <laughs> or Italian. Italian. Yeah. yeah, it was Italian. Yeah. It wasn't for me. So Ben, I I don't have a could Ben make this happen? I make Christmas happen every year for my kids. Yeah. Could Ben make this happen Christmas yeah. question mark? I fucking do it. Yeah. So I guess that just sort of leaves us to wrap up here. Yeah. Um, Or go on another tangent. (laughs) Christmas is good. I recommend trying it. Yeah. If you don't do Christmas and it's not for religious reasons, what the fuck's your problem? Even with it, like I am not a
0: religious person. I was not brought up religiously. Mm. Um, I don't, you know, have any of those uh, faith things I hear about so much. (laughs) So, um, Christmas has always been about you know Santa and family and presents and all that. It doesn't have any of the religious overtones for me. Um, so if you're a non-Judeo-Christian or I guess straight Christian, there's all kinds of good secular fun to be had with Christmas. <laughs> and uh, if you live in America or many of the other mostly Judeo-Christian countries, you get time off, so you may as well enjoy
1: it. I'm sure I'm sure people still take their Christmas time off, whether they celebrate or not. Yeah, what do you you know I, I guess if you really dislike Christmas, like if you're a Scrooge
0: and you just don't like Christmas you're you're probably just inundated with it yeah and, and frankly a lot of the stuff that they inundate you with I don't like either like those aren't the things I like about Christmas it, you know sales and cutesy commercials and Mariah Carey blaring
1: at every store <laughs> yeah I mean that that song I I could see people hating that song and getting sick of it because it, it is everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's like as soon as it
0: comes out, you know that everyone thinks that they think it's Christmas. But that said, I would be perfectly fine if Christmas was condensed down to like decorations, everything occurs
1: the week before. Yes, absolutely.
0: And that's it. A week of Christmas, plenty of Christmas for me.
1: Yeah, and it would make it more special too. You know, And I, and I think a lot of those people that are sick of Christmas that are getting all grumpy and salty about it, would in, would have a higher likelihood of enjoying it. They're not subjected to it for months. Yeah, like literally like two and a half months. Yeah, for a one day Christmas. event. It's ridiculous.
0: But uh, that said, all in all, I give it a positive review. Yeah. Go Christmas.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree with all that. It's great. I've got some great memories. I'm looking forward to creating more great memories every year. And... Um, you know, I, it, it doesn't need to be, you know, about a, a, a religious thing for me. It doesn't need to be about Santa Claus. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, it's Christmas
0: and, you know, the wackos with the war on Christmas and this and that. Like, you know, I, I don't really care what it's called. Because um, there's also around the same time you got Kwanzaa and you got um, Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. And there's probably some other thing that occurs. I don't know. There's a... You know, for all the druids out there, there's, uh, you know, the solstice. Uh, I don't care what you call it. Uh, You know, I I enjoy the thing. Um, The stuff that's really particularly Christmas about it is probably the stuff I I care the least about. So if everyone decided to call it Kwanzaa next year, I'd be perfectly fine with that.
1: Well, in a quick tangent, because we couldn't get through our final thoughts without one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't be done
0: with final thoughts in five minutes.
1: No. How do you feel about the greeting, about some people saying Merry Christmas, some people saying Happy Holidays, and some people freaking out if you say the other one that, you know, that they want to say?
0: I think they need to pull the sticks out of their asses. Who gives a shit? If, if, I, was, if I walked in somewhere and somebody said, like, Happy Hanukkah, I'm not going to be like, I'm not a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> like, who, who cares? And People say Merry Christmas to me all the time. I'm not a Christian either yeah shit they're they're saying they're greeting you pleasantly and wishing you a good holiday fucking enjoy it yeah take it for what it is and it's not an assault on you or your personal beliefs it's just someone saying hey i hope you have a nice season
1: yeah yeah like this thing that is happening whether or not you believe in it i hope you enjoy it yeah if you're more comfortable saying happy holidays so be it who cares yeah
0: no one should get mad at you for that
1: yeah, I mean cuz it's so weird that like I could understand well I don't agree with it but I guess I understand if somebody who is you know who doesn't celebrate Christmas is like, "Well, I don't want people to wish me a Merry Christmas." I think they're wrong and I don't think they should be an asshole about it. But, you know, like like there are people who if you say happy holidays to them, I remember this from again working at the restaurant. I don't know why that's come up so so many times in this episode. But I remember you know, saying happy holidays to somebody and them correcting me and saying Merry Christmas. Like, no, it's Merry Christmas. Like, calm the fuck down. Like either side of this, just chill the fuck out. Somebody's yeah. somebody's wishing you well.
0: Yeah, exactly. Take it for what it what it the intent behind it, not whatever fucking garbage baggage you're trying to tack to it. Yeah. No one's fighting you know, no one's has a war on your beliefs. They
1: just have their own. Yeah. deal with it yeah and it, it's it's okay for people to have their own ideas and ideals now if if like you know there was some sort of like nazi you know christmas greeting or something and somebody came to me, i'd be like okay well you know you can, you can fucking keep that to yourself if you're you know i don't know
0: i don't know if the intent is still i hope you have a nice thing this is not that bad
1: well yeah but i i guess i mean more if it was like like merry christmas but fuck hanukkah because of yeah blank yeah you know, happy, like, happy aryan holidays yeah yeah Like whoa bud you know, down with <laughs> inferior races <laughs> but it down em- all, all the uh all the superior races have a great holiday you know like, no that's that's that one's not okay Well, yeah
0: but then the intent is hateful yeah and it's yeah. not you, you've spoiled the intent there and uh yeah if someone is wishing you well take it for what it is
1: yeah Agreed. Don't be a douche. So hopefully, all nineteen of you that hear this will take that to heart and be good this Christmas.
0: Yeah, it'll it'll spread out from there. We just solved. We just solved the war on Christmas. Yeah. All right. And isn't that isn't that what Jesus was all about anyway? Don't be a dick. Yeah. I think, that, I think that's most of the things he said. Kind of boiled down to don't be a dick, which I think is fair.
1: Yeah, but. Oh man, like good luck preaching that message to the militant believers in the world because holy shit. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, that's a different topic. Uh, but only the militant ones. I don't have a problem with religion. Just the assholes that take it too far. Um, well, thank you for joining us during this uh, lovely weather for a sleigh ride together. Um, if you want to let us know how we did. And you know what? Even if you don't want to let us know how we did, just fucking do it. Let us know. Uh, at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. dot com. I want to hear about this. I want to hear what you like, what you dislike. I want to hear what we can do better or what we could do worse. Yeah, you know, which is just a, a shower of compliments. Or you can find us on the social medias. We've got a Facebook group, Geek Exploration the Podcast, that has no activity at all. Ha 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 ha. Uh, We are on Instagram at Geek Exploration Podcast and Twitter at Geek Explore Pod.
0: If you enjoyed the show, uh, please leave us a five mer review on Apple Podcasts. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, we'd like to get some more reviews on there. Uh, We technically don't, I think, have a review yet. or We don't have a star showing yet because we don't have enough reviews. So help us out with that, would you? Also, you can uh, subscribe to the podcast at geeksplorationpodcast.com, where you'll be notified when new episodes drop, and that's about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What about our theme song?
0: Our theme song? Oh. Well, that is "Cruising for Goblins by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.com. And remember, keep the change, you filthy
1: animals.